Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now it's Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Before I jump into Usyk Dubois, let me try to protect a brand here. Not my brand, Devin Haney's brand. Now, I have to tell you, if I were on a jury, just being 100 here, if I were on a jury and there was a traffic stop involving a young male, right? And I hear that the young male was pulled over due to, here's the quote from BoxingScene.com, an unsafe lane change and a failure to use a turn signal. Just understand, I would view the prosecution with suspicion, right? This is the kind of crap that people with this black skin have to deal with, with regularity, especially when they're younger, right? Just food for thought. Well, Devin Haney is in a car it gets stopped based on this criteria, right? Unsafe lane change. Has anyone driven through Los Angeles? Have you been on the 10 or the 405 or the 5? If they pulled over everyone who did an unsafe lane change, I'm not sure there'd be five cars left on the road. Failure to use a turn signal, they might as well call that the minority rule, right? Come on. This is a joke. Well, just understand, the newspapers right now, websites, are saying Devin Haney stopped, found with a semi-automatic handgun in a car after he, God forbid, left a club. Right, folks, this story is so thin that understand Devin Haney wasn't even the driver in the car. Right, so from where I sit, I would view, and listen to my words carefully, because I don't want to get sued by LAPD or whatever, but I personally would view stops like this with suspicion, right? And I personally feel that it's unfair to people who are sitting in the car, the car gets stopped, Oh, somebody in the car has a handgun. Now suddenly, because you're the celebrity, your name is being dragged through the mud, right? I want young guys to get paid as much as possible, right? As much as possible. But I have to say to young guys, have your eyes open. I don't know who's told young black men that they aren't at risk in Los Angeles right? I lived in LA. I can tell you I was stopped numerous times by the police for things like failure to use a turn signal, right? I'm just telling you, LA is a bifurcated community. Sure, you got some brothers living up in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, you got some brothers living 
in uh, PV, Palos Verdes, or Pacific Palisades, right, Bel Air, Beverly Hills. I used to work in Beverly Hills. I'm just telling you, brothers in Beverly Hills, let's just say few and far between, right? Few and far between. Don't be fooled into thinking that, you know, there are a lot of brothers evenly spread throughout Los Angeles. I used to know a guy who went to UCLA back in the 60s, and he just told me, look, you know, we knew, and UCLA's in Westwood. UCLA's on the west side of LA, right? This brother said, hey, we knew not to live out by Pacific Palisades, right? I don't care that Tom Bradley was the mayor or Villa Garosa was the mayor, right? LA is a bifurcated town. You're a young black man. You just got some money in your pocket. You're a celebrity. I'm just telling you, as Devin Haney has found out, you're at risk to the point where you're getting stopped for failure to use a turn signal. And just understand, you get endorsements based on your branding. There are a lot of companies who won't want to have you as a pitch man if you've been involved in something like this, even when you were in the passenger seat. So I hope Haney has both eyes open. I hope he figures out he needs a limo service, right? I, I hope he figures out that he needs to make sure that, you know, anybody in the car uh, has whatever license is needed for whatever they're carrying. And I hope he realizes, quite frankly, just to get to the bottom of this, that he's a target, right? People of color don't have the margin of error, even in California. And let's face it too, California is a nanny state, right? This is in Oklahoma. If someone around you has a gun in Oklahoma or Texas, they yawn. Out here in California, you end up with your name in the paper. You end up with your name on websites. Doesn't sound to me like Haney has done anything wrong, and I mean anything wrong. But when it comes to image, sometimes that doesn't matter. Let's talk boxing. Let me just say this, and I know, I know, it's tough being unpopular, right? I know. You want to agree with everybody at the party. You want to agree with everybody at the party that's taking place in the sports book. Right? You, you don't want to be the person who disagrees with everybody. Right? I'm just telling you, if you're worried about your popularity, gambling's not for you. You know, if you told me before the odds came out, for Dubois, and let's make no mistake here. Dubois has had some suspect performances. Dubois is not defensively blessed. He's not defensively blessed. I'm not even sure if Dubois is healthy. Whoever saw the first round of his fight against a cruiserweight, Kevin Lorraine, I believe his name was, saw Dubois with a clear knee injury saw Dubois with balance problems. Dubois, of course, hits the canvas multiple times in a fight in which he was heavily favored.
in a fight against an opponent who doesn't have a lot of experience in the heavyweight division. Right? So I'm not saying Dubois is perfect. I'm not. There are holes in this game, right? Life's imperfect, crying out loud. Right? Vladimir Klitschko hardly went to the body. Let's face it. Right? If you weren't pursuing Ali, Ali wasn't really sure what to do with you. Right? That's the sport of boxing. Right? Floyd Mayweather was a pot shotter, wasn't a combination puncher. Ray Leonard was in the pocket throwing combinations, got hit, suffered an attached retina. So that's the world we live in. So Dubois, far from perfect. There's not a person in the heavyweight division right now who would win six out of every seven matches against Daniel Dubois. Folks, Dubois has a minor share of the heavyweight title for a reason. He's offensively blessed. You don't want to get hit by this man. He only has to be right once. And he's two-handed. Right? In a lot of ways, he's kind of like Mike Tyson. Where you see him, he's bouncing around. He has ring coverage. When he hits you, he's not tentative. Right? He doesn't overthink things unless he's fighting Joe Joyce for some odd reason. Right? He, he typically doesn't overthink things. You, you notice, too, once he gets started, a Nathan Gorman or whoever the opponent is gets demoralized because once Dubois gets inside the pocket and is going for broke, the guy on the other end of the punch realizes, man, this guy hits hard. Right? I hope there isn't anybody watching this video who thinks that Tyson Fury hits harder than Daniel Dubois. So this is that situation where you show up at the casino. Look, I think Usyk's a better heavyweight than Dubois. I expect Usyk to win this fight. But this is a gambling exercise, isn't it? Right? Nothing is certain. So you're playing the odds. A lot of people here in the United States thought Hillary Clinton was going to win a presidential election. Right? She was favored going into election night. She lost. That's the world we live in. So the bottom line is this. I'm looking at Dubois. He's flawed, but he's that major league pitcher who is flawed, is, you know, all over the place. But my God, he throws hard. Right? He's like young Randy Johnson, big unit, right? Or young Nolan Ryan, right? Where you're looking at the guy and you're saying, man, you know, his control is really shaky tonight. But, oh, man, when he gets the ball in the strike zone, he's hard to hit. Right? Well, the bottom line is, this is another one of those bets that make themselves. Daniel Dubois should never be a greater than six to one underdog. That's the reality. Right? So here, you know, I can be in the sports book 
And they say Dubois, and I'm thinking, yeah, that knockdown where he gets hit on the top of the head by Lorena, then he, you know, hits the canvas, and the lack of certainty where he's looking at his corner, and you're thinking, gee, you know, who's he fighting? You know, Tyson? <laughs> he's looking at his corner, he's like, if, if Kevin Lorena knocks you down, don't you get off the canvas and say, okay, okay, player, you got me that punch, but I'm still in this. What exactly am I looking at my corner for? Right? Yeah, that's right. That that Daniel Dubois. I believe part of your bet has to be on Daniel Dubois straight up to beat Usyk. Right? Folks, Anthony Joshua was looking at Usyk and was trying to figure out his rhythm. That's what Joshua was doing, right? Joshua wanted to find out his rhythm, but understand, when he's not fighting Usyk, Anthony Joshua is cautious. Right? I, I call him big and clunky. He's the Goliath who's looking at you. He's, you know, he needs to read the lay of the land. This is not Lennox Lewis against Andrew Galata. If you want to see a great Lewis fight where Lewis goes across the ring, decides he's going to end it, and then empties the gun on a guy. That's not Anthony Joshua. That can be Daniel Dubois. Right? Dubois is a guy who's outside, he's looking at you, but when he's in, folks, he lets his hands go. When he lets his hands go, you're going to notice power and speed. Let me say this too. Dubois, like Tyson, you're not quite sure about the angles because the guy can loop a punch, can throw it high. Right? And by the time you figure out the awkwardness of this guy's delivery, you're in pain. You're getting hurt. Now let's talk about the other side of the coin. You know, it's a heavyweight title fight. That means 12 rounds. There's a price when you have bad defense and you're fighting elite heavyweights. Right? There's a price. I believe the real Usyk revealed himself in the 12th round of the first Joshua fight, right? I believe Usyk is a guy who always has a fourth gear, but he'll go in third gear. He won't kick it up. He'll go in third gear until he needs that fourth gear. Then you find out that he is a lion. The hedge here, and it's a dangerous hedge. Right? These have blown up on me. I say this every time I say the hedge. The hedge here is that this fight does not go the distance. Now understand how controversial that is. Usyk's fights against Joshua went the distance. Many people still view Usyk, who's bigger than Sonny Liston, physically. Many people here still view Usyk as a cruiserweight. Right? Daniel Dubois, let's face it, he stops fighting, and I agree with him here, right? You get hit on the eye enough, you start wondering whether you'll be able to use that eye after the fight. Right? He decided to pull the plug against Joe Joyce. Joyce does have one of the division's better jabs. Let's give Joe that. When he's fighting a right-handed fighter, let's add that addendum.
right? But Daniel Dubois, while he's been stopped, he hasn't been knocked out. You know, he's, put it this way, it's a technical knockout, him pulling the plug against Joe Joyce, right? Dubois certainly has been knocked down. We know that, right? But Dubois looks like he has a good chance. This is the awkward fighter who gets knocked down on shots, and you wonder whether the guy just lost his balance, is hiding a knee injury, which is a distinct possibility, or has other things going on. This is not a Dillian White who, when he gets knocked out, he looks like he's been in a car crash, right? Think White, AJ, the first fight. Think White, Povetkin, that first fight. Right? Think white at the end of the Joseph Parker fight. Dubois strikes me as a guy who maybe it's the form. I don't know. Something's going on there where he'll hit the canvas. But when he gets up, he's somewhat clear-headed. Right? Well, my point to you is I don't believe he can keep that going for 12 rounds against Usyk, who is a very demanding fighter, right? Usyk forces you to move, right? This isn't going to be the slow motion fight where Joe Joyce is throwing a jab and I'm getting hit with a jab and we're just looking at each other while I'm getting hit with the jab for a number of rounds. Now, this is a fight where Usyk is going to use movement to create openings. He's going to keep Dubois moving his legs and moving his hands, now, Dubois, in shootouts, has shown that he gets hit. I believe he's also shown that he gets tired. That Richard Lardy fight, I encourage people to watch that fight, right? Dubois opens up. Lardy's game. Lardy's hanging around, but Lardy's that vet who's outgunned, right? But understand, Lardy has moments in that fight where it looks like Dubois is a little bit tired. Dubois reminds me at times of Canelo, where you're looking at a round and Canelo against Alfredo Angulo had to take a portion of a round off, did that more than once in that fight, against Kovalev, has to take a round off, right? I believe that Dubois has a problem with pacing. So this is a 12-round fight that I don't think Dubois is ready for. So the hedge I'm recommending, because of course I'm taking the underdog here at greater than 6-1 to one odds, right? If Vegas is that silly to give me a guy who beat Trevor Bryan, right? To give me a guy who usually KOs opponents. If they're willing to give me six to one. I mean, understand Dubois can be far from perfect and still win this fight by KO. Isn't that Deontay Wilder in practically every fight? Right? Dubois isn't trying to win on the scorecards. Dubois is trying for a stoppage. 
right? So the base bet is Dubois simply to win. I'll be unpopular. I'll get booed. Five guys in the comment section of this video are going to say, Dwyer, you're terrible. How could anyone even think that Dubois remotely has a chance? Okay, I do. In fact, I believe he has a better than six to one chance. That's why I'm taking that bet. But I'm going to hedge it with the fight doesn't go the distance. Right? Anthony Joshua was able to survive against Usyk because he's cautious. Because in that rematch, think about it, the rematch after a loss where a fighter who was complacent going into the first fight now knows he could lose. We were well past the halfway point of the rematch before Anthony Joshua started asserting himself. Right? That's why those fights went the distance. Now here you have a young fastball pitcher. Right? A guy who understands that his advantages are power and speed. <laughs> Not only that, a guy who is British. He's from Joshua's country. He has read British media reports about how Joshua was tentative. He probably has seen both of the Joshua's fights. He knows, I can't make that mistake. So he's going to come out. He's going to try to be the heavyweight in the fight. He's going to try to be alpha. Usyk is bouncing around with feints and stuff like that. I'm telling you, a guy who hits as hard as Dubois should just be bouncing with him. The idea is, look, player, which one of us has the bigger margin of error? The term I used earlier in this video. Right? Don't you have to pay attention to my bouncing because don't I hit harder than you? Right? Not only that, I'm telling you, the flaws make the diamond. Usyk is going to be looking at Dubois and Usyk's going to be thinking, man, he's open for right hand. He's open for my straight left. Right? The problem with that is you don't want to get lulled into trading. With a guy with hands as fast and with power as prodigious as Daniel Dubois. So I'm expecting punches to be landed. Right? I'm expecting Dubois to understand he only has a short window, the first four rounds. Let's be real here. He really only has the force the first four rounds when he's awkward, when Usyk hasn't figured out the angles. Right? Dubois is awkward to the point where Usyk's not going to be able to get a sparring partner who can match how awkward Dubois is. Right, Dubois has a window of four rounds to try to throw a haymaker and to take Usyk's title. After that, Usyk's going to take over the fight like he did against Tony Bellew. And he's going to find that Bellew has better defense than Daniel Dubois. Right? Let me say, too, and people need to think about this. A lot of these boxers are bluffing. Right? They have an eye injury. It's serious. You know, they're concerned, right? Let's remember Dubois is unbeaten when he concedes. To Joe Joyce after being hit in the eye numerous times. 
right? Now, of course, in interviews, these athletes want to look like warriors. They don't want to show signs of weakness because future opponents are going to be watching an interview. And if the guy says, yeah, man, my eye's really bothering me, that opponent is going to put a bullseye on that eye and is going to aim for that eye. You know that's going to happen. So, of course, Daniel Dubois is pretending that that eye problem that caused him to give up being unbeaten against Joe Joyce, that's no longer with us, right? I was watching the Kevin Lorena fight. No one is going to convince me that Dubois doesn't have a leg injury. I was looking at him. His balance is off. He looks all off. And you're just saying, whoa, something, something here hasn't been fully disclosed, right? It was too early for his leg to look that bad, right? So I think Dubois is a guy nursing some injuries. A lot of boxers are. And I think that's going to ratchet up the level of urgency that he has. I'm expecting Dubois to make this an action fight early. And because of the action, because of the pacing of the fight, and because of Dubois' lack of defense and stamina, I'm expecting someone to get stopped in this fight. Right? If I had to pick one guy to win the fight, if I had to pick a winner, I'd say Usyk. Right? I think he's one of the very best in the sport. Right? I, I haven't seen the Usyk fight where he looked as bad as... Dubois did against Lorena, right? But understand, there were a range of outcomes that could happen here. This is like trading stocks, right? The standard deviation here is wide. And so look, if Dubois, who's two-handed, is in against the southpaw, and that southpaw you know, is trying to smother his left hand. Dubois has the left hook. Dubois can throw it from halfway across the ring. Right? If Usyk tries to hang around the pocket and tries to come down Main Street, as he did against Tony Bellew, wow. Are you really going to think that you can do that against a guy with the hand speed and power and right hand of a Dubois? I'll take my chances. So the the way I've played this, well, so far, all I have is a bet on Dubois. My casino hasn't yet posted, you know, the prop for fight doesn't go the distance. The minute it does that, I'm going to take the fight not going the distance. But I need for everyone here to be clear on the risk involved. And it's high risk. If Usyk, who went the distance with Joe Joyce, right, in a semi-professional fight, who went the distance with Gassiev at Cruiser, who's aggressive, uh, went the distance with Maris Bredis, went the distance twice with Joshua, if Usyk goes the distance and wins, and he's won several decisions, you lose it all. That's the risk I'm willing to take on this fight. Let me hear from you. 
I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Let me also say, too, I know there are a group of you who feel that Usyk doesn't have the power to stop Daniel Dubois. You're kidding yourself. I hope you look at the Bellew fight, right? In fact, if you look at the 12th round of the Joshua fight, you realize that 12th round could easily have happened in round six, right? Usyk, in looking at Joshua, must have thought, and he was right on this, that he could outbox Joshua to the point where he would win a decision on British soil. Right? If he thought Joshua was more dangerous, and I know it's counterintuitive, he might have gone for the knockout earlier in that contest. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Also, think about it. Usyk has some of the best stamina in the sport. I know he's in his mid-30s. I don't care. He's like Loma. They have great stamina. Right? Here, I'm telling you that I don't think Dubois has great stamina. This might be one of those fights where Dubois just falls down to the canvas out of exhaustion, as Zhang Zhili looked like he was about to at the end of the Jerry Forrest fight. Take a look at the last few rounds of that fight. Anyway, I like... Dubois to win because Lord knows they're compensating me for it, right? Better than six to one odds. I'm not going to pass that up. I'm hedging the play with the fight doesn't go the distance because I believe Dubois' only shot of beating Usyk is to make this a spirited contest where he goes for the KO. And I believe that's going to open the door to Usyk's own KO because Usyk is a great fighter with power. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Whether it's about Devin Haney, whether it's about being a person of color in Los Angeles, whether it's about the fight at hand that we're discussing, Usyk Dubois. Thanks for stopping by.